Hey everyone, welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. Today's episode is a catch-up conversation because it has been a while, hasn't it? So we are going to be talking about what's been going on with me, some sort of new changes and what route the podcast is going to take going forward, as well as a catch-up on the world of minimalism and what Marie Kondo has been up to. We'll have all this and more in this one-on-one conversation between you and me. Stick around. Hey guys, happy February. I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day if you celebrated it. And if not, I hope that you're having a wonderful year so far. I can't believe so much time has passed since my last episode. So I wanted to check in with you guys, see how you're doing, and give you a little bit of an update on what's going on with me. And today we're also going to talk a little bit about self-care and what that can mean for everybody and how it's different for everyone. Today, I'm not really speaking from a script. I'm just sort of speaking from the heart. I was going through my inbox earlier this evening, um, just a few minutes ago, actually, and I deleted like 1,200 emails or something. Just tap, 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 delete. I did it all from my phone. I'm sure there was a much less time-consuming way I could have done it, but I was sitting down on the couch after kind of a long and a little bit aggravating day, and my inbox was just stressing me out. I had gotten a couple of new emails and I was like, I need to tackle this right now because my inbox was something I had been neglecting. And I ended up deleting so many messages. And it's weird because I like to think I'm pretty good at hitting the unsubscribe button. I like to think I'm pretty good at taking myself off of those lists and marking messages as spam when I need to. But there are still so many things that we get. We get receipts for parking. If you use one of those things where you pull into the parking lot and it reads your license plate and it's like, hey, thanks for checking in. We know you're here. And then when you leave, it's like, here's your receipt for your payment. And then of course there are purchase confirmation things. If you rent something on Amazon, if you purchase something, you get a purchase confirmation and then you get a notification when your order has shipped, and then you get a notification when your order was delivered, and you get another follow-up asking to leave a review. Then there are the emails that I actually like receiving, like the Becoming Minimalist newsletter, and uh, a guest that I had on previously, Julie from JMB Living Journal, I like receiving those, but sometimes I don't always have time to read them right then and there. So I save them, and pretty soon I have messages from like the last 10 email blasts that have piled up and it is so ridiculous it's all just noise even the ones that we want to see my inbox was just clutter and noise when I have an inbox that looks like that it is very difficult for me to find messages that I actually want to look at something like an appointment reminder that I actually need to remember because maybe I was out when I made that appointment and I want to put it in my planner. Something like a guest that I actually want to follow up with on the show and book them. Something like photos that a family member or friend have shared with me that are precious that I want to be able to look back on and see. Admittedly, my inbox has always sort of been a struggle for me just because of the constant influx of emails that I receive and having three inboxes connected. And and some people will ask, 
hey, is your inbox at zero? I've got to know. I've gotten that question a couple of times. In fact, I was a guest on Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands podcast back in September. I didn't even announce it on my Instagram. I didn't even fill you guys in on that, but check it out if you'd like to hear. And um, her assistant emailed me asking if I wanted to be a guest on the show. And she was like, hey, it's sort of a last minute thing. Well, I happened to be in my inbox right when she sent it. And I replied right away. And she asked, are you someone who has no emails in your inbox? This is awesome that you replied so quickly and I was able to get on the show. Um, I don't think I'll ever be able to get to inbox zero just because of the noise that comes in, all of the things that my phone is attached to. I prefer getting e-receipts because it's greener and more sustainable. I think a lot of things are digital these days, but it felt really, really good to get rid of all those messages and just delete the newsletters I knew I wouldn't go back and read, to delete all of the purchase confirmations from Christmas time and be able to purge all of that stuff because I think what a lot of us need right now in this fast-paced world is to have things like that that grab our time and attention all day long simplified. That is something that has made a world of difference for me every time I've gotten my inbox to as close to empty as it can possibly be. It makes me feel like, wow, I am really in control of things. And sometimes we just need to shut out the distractions and the interruptions and focus on what is important. As much as I love this podcast, and obviously I'm making an episode, so I'm still very passionate about it, but the reason that there was such a huge gap from the last episode to this one is because I found the podcast becoming part of that noise that I needed to quiet. There were a lot of things that happened last year. I don't really need to recap everything that happened, but um, there's a lot going on with me right now. My sister is waiting on a big surgery. She's going to be fine. It's a pretty routine surgery, but it is invasive and it is significant. And, you know, my grandfather died and my grandma has really bad Alzheimer's and we're looking into care facilities for her, and that's really hard. That was a very difficult thing for me because of how close I've always been to my grandparents. Um, and speaking of noise, that is my cat in the background, but I like this take. I'm going to keep it in. So what I had to do was stop recording for a little while, not reply to all of the guests. I, I wish I had replied to some of the guest requests that I had received, but I just couldn't do it. I just, I honestly had to tune out from everything but what was essential for me. And the things that were essential for me were spending time with family. I've been out to California recently and I got to see my siblings and my mom. Um, I've been talking to my dad more often lately. I've been focusing on my health and health and wellness. I've picked up meditating again. I'm starting to do yoga again. I've made doctor's appointments, you know. I'm trying to be responsible with my body, mind, and spirit because it has been a really stressful, it's honestly been a stressful 2023 as well. But I realized something and it was a friend of mine who caused me to have this sort of realization. She's a content creator also and she told me, she was talking about her YouTube channel 
And she told me that she was in this slump and she was only making videos because she felt like her audience wanted videos and that she owed it to them, but she wasn't excited about it. She wasn't enjoying it anymore. Um, and it's supposed to be fun. I think you can pick up on it if someone's not enjoying the video they're creating or the photos they're taking. I think you can pick up on that and then the audience is like, oh man, what happened? This isn't as good as it used to be. Well, a couple of weeks after my friend had told me she was in this rut, she was talking about her upcoming videos that she had planned, and I was like, hey, what changed? Um, you were so down about it the last time. And she said something that really resonated with me. She said, I realized that I had to change it up in order to keep it fresh, and I could not continue creating videos in the same way that I did when I started the channel because that wasn't really who I was anymore. And I thought that was so cool of her to both recognize that for herself and for her audience. And also it resonated with me because right now I'm not really at a point where I can sit down and write a script and I can sit down and research all these brands and companies and write up interview questions and record a rough draft and edit it and make it all polished. You know, I can't, some days I can't really summon the welcome to the clean, simple, free podcast, almost like robotic type of voice. Sometimes I just feel like being a little more free form with it and a little more authentic with everything. So I think as I continue producing episodes for you guys, it's still going to be pretty infrequent right now, but I think in order to keep you guys engaged and let you know that I'm still here and that I'm still interested in making this podcast a thing, I had to sit down and have a conversation with you guys versus writing something that seems like, you know, just this big monologue and it's all polished and perfect. And so I hope this is received well. If you don't like it, you can absolutely let me know. If you do like it and you're okay with content like this, with me just coming at you with hey, here's what's on my mind this week, let me know. Send me an email or hit me up on Instagram, even though I'm really not active on there so much lately. So yeah, even things that we love and are passionate about can become noise if we've got a lot of other things going on. So cutting through the noise and finding our perfect balance of what we feel we can handle right now, what we feel we can take on right now, and simplifying and decluttering the rest is essential. So this is just a little reminder, just tying my monologue into something that can be useful for you guys. This is just your reminder to listen to yourself, listen to what you need right now, and it's okay to set projects aside. If they are becoming too much for you, you can always come back to them. We have that freedom and I think that's really great. So just give yourself grace no matter what you're going through. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. In other news, have you heard the latest about Marie Kondo? I thought this was really interesting. I ran across this uh, one month ago on CNN. It says, Marie Kondo is focusing on what's important, and that means letting the tidying slide. I'm going to read you an excerpt from this article. You may have already read it, but I just thought it was interesting and that we should talk about it. It says, quote, Queen of Clean Marie Kondo admits that tidying up is no longer top of her to-do list. Posting on her website shortly after the birth of her third child in 2021, the Japanese organization expert reflected on motherhood, saying she had eased up on herself when it comes to tidying. 
Just after my older daughter was born, I felt unable to forgive myself for not being able to manage my life as I had before. But with time, I eased up on myself. Then, after I gave birth to my second daughter, I let go of my need for perfection altogether, she wrote. I am busier than ever after having my third child, so I have grown to accept that I cannot tidy every day and that is okay, Kondo added. Speaking at a recent media webinar and virtual tea ceremony, Kondo said, My home is messy, but the way I am spending my time is the right way for me at this time, at this stage of my life. According to the Washington Post, which reported on the event, the 38-year-old called herself a professional tidier who previously strived for a perfectly organized home. Now she has realized what is important to her, and that is enjoying her time with her children. In her latest book, Karashi at Home, How to Organize Your Space and Achieve Your Ideal Life, Kondo explores the Japanese concept of karashi, or way of life, expanding on simple ways to spark joy every day and lead a joyful life. Tidying up means dealing with all the things in your life. So what do you really want to put in order, she asks in her book. In other words, tidying, in its most conventional sense, has taken a backseat, with her teachings now focusing on what matters most in order to live one's best life. The question Kondo leaves readers with is this. What if every decision you made, every goal you set, and every aspect of your life was guided by what sparks joy? End quote. How relatable is this? I think that we can all relate to minimizing things that aren't as important right now. And I think it's about remembering to minimize not only physical items, but obligations, things that we don't have time for, maybe even putting certain hobbies that we love and enjoy doing, but having those things take a back seat in order to focus on what's the most pressing and the most important to us right now. And I think it's so wonderfully refreshing to hear an authority on tidying and organizing and cleaning speak with such candidness about what she's going through and what she's prioritizing. So I just thought that was so cool. I actually didn't even know that Marie Kondo was coming out with another book um, or that, that she had one out already. And I think that's one that I need to pick up and put on my must read list. That article perfectly ties into the point that I'm trying to make with focusing on the important things and making time for self-care is very important, I think. What do you think of when you hear the words self-care? I tend to think of at-home spa treatments and doing facial masks and, you know, maybe having a bubble bath with Epsom salts and essential oils, but self-care is so much more than that. Sometimes it's eating right. That's something that uh, my husband has been wanting to focus on is just eating a cleaner diet. Um, we tend to cook a lot of our meals at home and we eat pretty clean, but there are some things that have crept in, you know, salty sauces and, you know, things that just maybe have a higher fat or dairy content that he's been looking to cut down. So we've kind of been changing up the way that we eat a little bit more, eating a little bit fresher and there are other ways that we can practice self-care. Maybe self-care for you is making the time to go out with a friend for lunch. My sister-in-law and I were having a conversation about this the other day. She's a mom of a six and seven-year-old, and she was like, I feel like I don't get enough adult time. Like, I feel like I don't have time to go out with my friends. So, you know, I was asking her what she had been up to lately, and she's like, 
well, the kids have this going on at school and they've been enrolled in these classes and they've been doing this. And I'm like, well, what have you been up to? What have you been doing lately? How are you? And I think carving out that time for yourself, especially if you're a mom, but really for everyone, carving out time to squeeze in a quick breakfast date with your friend, like a friend date, and you know, being able to browse a coffee shop or a bookstore or whatever, like I think that stuff is most definitely falling under the umbrella of self-care. So maybe an exercise that might be helpful for you to do, and I know it was helpful when I did this, is just grab a pen and paper and write down, you know, what does self-care look like for me? My husband and I kind of had a talk about this recently. Um, He started reading again. He used to be a really, really avid reader, and he just would come home from work in the evenings and play video games. And video games are great. I play them too. They're fun to decompress. But if you want to read more, you should make that effort. You know, less screen time, more reading is what my husband has been doing. Something for me, this is such a small thing, but tuning into my favorite podcasts and catching up on them or having music going as I'm going about my daily routine has been something that I consider self-care. If I have a nice soundtrack while I'm cleaning and cooking or running my errands and it's playing in the car, that just makes the biggest difference in my day. So if this sounds like something that would be a fun exercise for you, just take some time and write down all the things that would make your life more intentional and feel a little bit more magical for lack of a better word. Like I said, the soundtrack thing can be very magical. Sometimes I'll even play like, I don't know, just like soundtracks from movies that I really like to listen to. And it's fun. This is something that I do around the holidays. And I just kind of was like, why don't I do this all year round? Having like these little whimsical soundtracks going or, you know, instrumental classical music that I really enjoy And just write a list of all the little things that you would like to make the time for and what would help you to practice self-care. And then just try implementing just one thing. Maybe it's 10 minutes a day. Maybe it's one day a week. But see how you feel. See if it makes a difference in your stress levels. See if it makes a difference in your well-being. And let me know how it goes. I hope that it's helpful. There is something else that I'd like to bring up, and that is that this podcast is probably going to be focusing a lot more on intentional living content versus minimalism. There's two reasons for this. One, I feel that I've given over the last three years that this podcast has been active, I feel that I've given a pretty thorough rundown of like, hey, here's a step-by-step on how to declutter your cosmetics. Here is a step-by-step on how you can organize your wardrobe in a way that's effective for you. And so I, not that I'm running out of ideas because I could talk about that at length. I am very passionate about organizing and I enjoy it. But I just feel that I've kind of explored those topics and I'd like to, you know, keep the content fresh, keep the ideas and the topics fresh. So I will be focusing more on like, hey, this is something I did this week. It really made a difference. I want to share it with you and give you some ideas and tips maybe to start doing things like this on your own. So I will be shifting a little bit away from organizing and more towards intentional living and something I talked about in a previous episode, which is putting exclamation marks on ordinary days, just kind of injecting fun moments into an otherwise mundane day. The second reason why I will probably be talking less about minimalism, 
guys, I have honestly come to like kind of shy away from the the term minimalist. I feel like minimal implies that there's a certain number of things you have to not have in your home. And you know that I've never been about that. If you've listened to this podcast for any number of time, you know, I, I talk about if something like adds value to your life or beauty to your life, if you have a trinket that you like looking at, I think you should keep it. So rather than going for minimal, which implies, you know, a lack of, I have really grown to love the term clutter-free. Like I have collections of items. I have craft supplies. I have stuff. I just make it a point to go through and purge the excess. If there are art supplies I'm not using, or there's a craft project that I bought all the supplies for and was really excited about, but it's been like a year and I haven't touched it, I donate those things. I get rid of those items. So it's not that I'm rejecting the concept of minimalism because that's been a part of my life for a long time and will probably always be, but I feel that it's rejecting the title because, I don't know, I feel like minimalist focuses on getting your items down to a certain point, counting the number of items in your home, being able to fit everything into two suitcases or even one suitcase, but I feel like clutter-free sort of focuses on the positive. It gives a positive angle. I don't keep clutter around. If I were to invite you over to my home and you stepped through these doors without knowing anything about my podcast, you probably wouldn't think I was a minimalist. I have art on the walls. I have full bookcases. I have keepsakes and family photos. But if you were to start digging through my cabinets or open any drawers, you would be like, oh wow, there's no clutter. And I think that that is why I have preferred the term clutter-free. It's such a small distinction and it really doesn't matter, but it's something that's been on my mind and I wanted to share it with you all. That brings me to the end of the episode. Thank you for bearing with me through the uh, bird calls and my cat being needy and wanting attention in the background and the less polished way that this episode has been presented. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed catching up with you guys and letting you know what's been going on with me. This podcast will still be following a... I guess a looser publishing schedule. Um, I am just not at a point where I can really commit to, hey, I'm going to produce an episode every other week like clockwork, but I will tell you that I have been prioritizing this podcast on my to-do list a lot more, and I do intend to come at you with a conversation like this more often because this is the format and sort of the style and tone that works for me right now, and so I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here, and thanks for listening. If you guys have any questions, comments, ideas for upcoming episodes, or you want to tell me how much you enjoyed or what you didn't like about this particular format of the podcast, you can reach me by email at clean.simple.free at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at username clean.simple.free. I might even have to post a picture or two. I'm always like, how do I take pictures for Instagram of minimalism? Am I just supposed to photograph blank walls? So I'll try and get back on there and be a little more active, but I do check my DMs. If you want to listen to that episode I was a guest on, it's Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands podcast. The episode is titled Uber Rides slash Bear Insides, and it was released September 8th, 2022. If you'd like to give it a listen and hear me talk as an authority on minimalism. 
Thanks so much for tuning in and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when life is simplified, your mind will feel free. I'll see you next time.